Alrighty, what's going on everyone? Welcome back to the Loose Balls Podcast. I'm Cole, with me as always is Peyton, and today we're going to break down the NFC offseason, what we think each team should do going into free agency and the draft, and what they need to focus on. Uh, but first we're going to talk about the NBA as All-Stars have been announced, the reserves have been announced, and we both came up with some power rankings. We haven't really, I don't think we've done one yet this year. No, we did one, I think, just at the start of the year, and mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah, so we're going to give you a power ranking, but first let's run through our 2021 All-Stars. We'll start with the Eastern Conference. We'll just give quick takes who we think maybe didn't deserve again, maybe talk about who we thought should have been in. Obviously, there's been a couple changes due to injuries, but yeah, starting with the East, we've got... Kevin Durant, who is now not going to be there. His hamstring injury is a little worse than initially thought. Yeah. So, to replace him, they put in a guy who I thought got snubbed at first, and I'm sure you thought he got snubbed as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Sabonis, I've been very high on him this season. Mm-hmm. He's been incredible. He's He was the first, actually, he was actually the first player to not make the All-Star game, averaging 22, 10, and 5 in NBA history. Yeah. But now he's in, so... No, he he deserved to be in before all of this, and it's good that he's in. It's just a little sad that it's had to be through a replacement. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to the other guy who got snubbed in the West yep. and got in due to injury as well. Giannis is a starter, no surprise there. He's averaging 29, 11, and 5, something like that. Mm-hmm. Bradley Beal... Much deserved. He yeah. he's been due for the last couple of years. He's leading the league in points per game. Mm-hmm. Their team is starting to actually find a groove now. They yeah. they pull out a few games now, and we both had them in playoff spots at the end of the yeah, year. They've won I think six of their last seven now. Mm-hmm. The only loss was to the Clippers, mm-hmm. and they've been good teams like the Lakers. Who they beat? Yes, they beat the Nuggets I mean, yesterday. They beat a severely beat up Lakers team, but they did beat the Lakers. <laughs> they beat the Nuggets yesterday, which yeah. in Denver, which is no easy task. No, um, hard to breathe. Yep, yeah. <laughs> very hard to breathe <laughs> up there in that Mile High City. Uh, Joel Embiid's an All Star. I mean, he's also probably the MVP, so it makes sense. Yeah, arguably <laughs> top two. Uh, and then Kyrie, which is kinda, shouldn't be in the starting lineup, but considering he took a nice little two-three kind yeah, of hiatus it, middle uh, of the year. I think it should have been James Harden. I think he's playing at an absolute ridiculous level, and mm-hmm. he should have been a starter. But I think there's a lot of people that are somewhat mad at Harden, so they didn't want to give him their vote because they think, you know, a little bitter. all the stuff with Harden in Houston wasn't great. So Yeah, a little bitter over that Yeah, situation. and it is a popularity vote, right? So I mean, Harden is a reserve, as, yeah. it, as it is, but... Yeah. He, he if he's not the first reserve picked, I will be shocked. No, like he deserves it. Uh, Tatum, he was reserve. Now he's starting because of Durant's injury. Yeah. I know you're not a big no. I big fan. I, I mean the Celtics suck this year, and their best player has been Jalen Brown. True. And I don't think it's close. I think Jalen Brown has been far and away their best player. I really don't think that Jason Tatum has done anything that special this year to warrant being an All Star, let alone a res- like a starter. But yeah. it is what it is. It's a I, it's a popularity contest. I know. I think Sabonis probably should have been a starter. Julius Randle, but yeah, well, if you're going to put somebody else instead of Durant, but Jason Tatum's the big name. Yeah, I mean, Brown's averaged 27 this year, and mm-hmm. he's, I think he's got a career-high three-point percentage as well, which is something he's had been working on for a long yeah. time. It seems like he's finally getting that 
that part of his game down. Uh, he's a reserve as well. Uh, Zach Levine, big kudos to deserves it. Him, he's the Bulls. Is Billy. this his first All Star nod? Uh, it is his first All Star nod. Good. That's good. He deserves it. Yeah, Billy Donovan, Levine, they've got that team in a playoff spot right now, and there's some optimism there with everything that's gone on for the last. I think they've 20 been years. without Markinen for a while now too. Yeah, he's been out. I think he's got like back injury or something like that. I mm-hmm. can't remember. Um, Julius Randle, again, Knicks in the playoff spot. It. He's playing big minutes, big response. Huge minutes. Classic Thibodeau. Thibodeau. But, <laughs> but he's playing amazing. Yeah, averaging 23, 11, and 5, I think. That's is, ridiculous. That's, well, that's, considering <laughs> the Pelicans basically said, nope, we're not going to sign you this big money. Yeah. And then Knicks were like, oh, yeah, we'll throw some money at you. Everyone was like, uh, really? Yeah. I think a lot of that was because, you know, they were expecting – Katie and Kyrie, and then they get Julius Randle, which, like, mm-hmm. Julius Randle's a good signing, but it's not Katie and Kyrie, obviously. But this team's on pace to be a playoff team, thanks to Julius and RJ and, you know, that Man- whole kind of squad. Shout out to Emmanuel quickly as well. Yeah. He has been a top three rookie. I want to say, when they took him at 25, I was like, he could actually be really good for that team. They're just so point guard heavy. They have, like, five on the roster. And they just trade for D. Rose, and he's yeah. been balling there yeah. since the trade. Thibodeau just loves... But Quickly's been excellent. Thibodeau is, yeah, Tibbs loves his vets and his guys that'll get him big minutes. And, yeah, so him, RJ and Julius, I think, are the top two in minutes played this year. I think so. I think LeBron's probably in there, too. I don't know. I think LeBron's actually taken a decent minutes cut this year. No, he has not. They've played, I think... They played Maybe up. now that he's now that AD is out and stuff too, he's probably playing. Even before they had played like four or five overtime games in like a three week stretch. That's true. So that's gonna have up his minutes. So, uh, Vucevic, we deserved you. Talking. I raved about yeah. him last week. So <laughs> well deserved second. Also, all. I couldn't say Vucevic. I had like a stroke last week, Vuk- and I kept saying Vucevic, and I couldn't get Vucevic out of my mouth. I was hoping you'd say Vucevic, and I'm like, come on. Yeah, I, it was literally I could not say it. I said Vucevic like four times, and I was tr- I was like, why can I not say Vucevic? Do you like flight reacts when he pronounces you know Santana Kumpo says a Kumpo <laughs> or freaking uh, Zach Levine? <laughs> I, uh, I could not get that out of my mouth uh, last week. But shout out Vooch, big Vooch. Yeah, uh, Ben Simmons, an All Star. I mean, he's. Probably first team All NBA defender. Hard yeah. to argue that at this point. And then we mentioned some. Yes, Max Kellerman, him and Embiid are the best duo in the league. So since Shaq and Kobe, which <laughs> is a little. Uh, and then on Twitter uh, said name three better, and Stephen A. Smith burner said <laughs> PG and Kawhi, LeBron and AD. Any two of the three of the Nets big three. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. And. Not wrong. Yeah. Not wrong all. Uh, and then we mentioned Sabonis already. Uh, and Doc Rivers is the head coach of that squad. Big shout out to Doc. Yeah. I mean, they're the best team in the East right now, so mm-hmm. you give them the nod. It makes sense. And we go to the West. We got LeBron, 17-time All-Star. Like, that's got to be a Shocking. record. That's got to be a record. Or I think Kareem... I can't remember how many... Kareem has and how many Kobe has? Kobe might have like eighteen or nineteen. I think Kareem has eighteen or something. I think Kobe may have. Yeah, that same something like that. Well, uh, LeBron. I know Kobe had a shit time. Twenty-five, eight and eight for LeBron. Nothing yeah. new there. It's just LeBron numbers. Curry, he's 
averaging, he's got the same numbers from his unanimous MVP year. Yearly yep. similar. They're just not uh, they're not as stacked as they were, obviously, because Draymond's not quite the player he was. In terms of putting up numbers, he still does a lot for that team. Like mm-hmm. He also cost them a game like he did against Charlotte. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. That was a tough look. And then, yeah, obviously with Clay being injured, it's just they're not quite the same team, but Curry is showing that you know, he can still be that guy that he was before Durant got there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Luka Doncic, maybe a bit of a surprise for some. Even Doncic said himself he was kind of shocked he was a starter because yeah. he admitted he was way out of shape to start the year. He wasn't expecting yeah. the season to start till like, January. Mm-hmm. So he was... I did hear something that kind of made sense on Colin Cowherd was talking to somebody on his podcast and he was saying, it was Rick Buecher, and he said, well, it's a popularity contest and Luka has all of Europe giving him votes and then Dame has the Pacific Northwest like it's true it's a lot different you know he's going to be getting all of those votes Mm -hmm. that's true even though Dame probably did deserve that nod in the starting spot Doncic had a sick buzzer beater against the Celtics he even had a three before that too Mm -hmm. to take the lead that will love me some Luka Doncic oh he's fantastic Jankula Jokic another Top three MVP candidate. He's been incredible this year. Yeah, yeah. He d- I mean, same thing as Embiid. Arguably, could be the MVP. Obviously, he deserves to be the starting center on the West side. Yeah, kind of surprising. They're off to. They're not as good as we thought they'd be. Yeah. I know you had them. I had them one. I thought they would be gunning for the top seed, but the the whole season has been a little weird. So that's COVID. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird year, and then. Kawhi rounds up the starters. No surprise yeah, there. It's, it's Kawhi. Kawhi. Um, reserves, Anthony Davis. Yeah. I mean, his numbers are way down from last year. He's averaging only 22 a game. They're playing it really safe with him. Even with the injury, they're playing it really safe with him. So it makes sense. Yeah, you have to. But he's still an all-star, obviously. Oh, he's yeah. a top five Absolutely. player, arguably. So. Absolutely. Eighth all-star appearance, which mm-hmm. is a lot. In what, 20, since 2011? Eight out of ten years or eight out of nine years for him? Something like that? Seems like he just started playing a few years ago. Yeah. Like. It's like how old is he? Like twenty seven, twenty eight. Still, he's still yeah. in his prime. Well, he came in. He was only like nineteen. I know. So, uh, Paul George, well deserved. He's had a obviously very, yeah. very great bounce back here after all the criticism he had in the bubble for yeah. his play. I mean, obviously, that's a guy that could have been a starter, right? But the three front court guys are, yeah, three arguably MVP candidates. Paul George is kind of right there too, but he he's deserves to be an All Star either way. Oh yeah, and. He's arguably been their best player and probably half nights that yeah. they're playing. Kawhi's been playing a lot yeah. better recently. Should mention Anthony Davis is not playing in the All Star game due to his injury. He's not going to be there, but yeah. Yeah, we'll keep going here. Uh, Rudy Gobert, second straight All Star. I mean, yeah, deserves it. He's been playing very well. This Defensive year. anchor for that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lillard. Could argue, <laughs> Easy. You, you can argue he could be a starter yeah, over Doncic. Another but, potential MVP candidate. He's right in there. Uh, Mitchell, not shooting the best. He's only shooting just over 40%. No, but I mean, he's so, the best player on the best team right yeah. now, so it's kind of hard to... You can, yeah, it's hard to leave Mitchell out yeah. when he's putting up 25 a game. Uh, Chris Paul was a bit of a... Kind of su- surprising, but not surprising. I think it's just the impact he's had on yeah. the Suns that has been like, yeah. I, I wouldn't have put him in. I would have put DeRozan in over Chris Paul with the way DeRozan... Because the thing is, you say the impact he's had. The impact DeRozan's had on the Spurs this year to make them... Everybody thought they were going to be terrible. 
Yeah. And he's carrying them to, I think they're sixth in the West right now. They would be like third in the East. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of games to make up in the second half. Though, yeah. Because the they had a lot of COVID stuff. Plus but the... I think they're 16 and 12 or something like that. Like they're... Yeah. They're, they're a solid team. They still... I wouldn't trust them just because they don't have a lot of talent, but Drozen's backpacking them. Well, yeah, Popovich too. Mm-hmm. He's getting close to that wins record. Um, Zion much much but deserved. Yeah. He's shooting sixty plus percent. He's putting up thirty in most nights yeah. now. He, despite them losing. Yeah, they're losing a lot. If he if he could be like a primary ball handler for that team, but he can't be that guy. But he's doing what he needs to do. Like if I I don't know how else to put it. He's just doing his job and doing it excellent. Mm-hmm. But it's. Just tough deep. for that team. Yeah, they need to play some defense. And yeah. it's again, it's shocking that with you have Steven Adams, who's a good defender, you have Bledsoe and Ball, who are two very good perimeter defenders, yeah. and they're really struggling to play any sort of defense on this yeah. team. So Could be a coaching thing. Could be. Uh, Stan's not really the greatest <laughs> defensive coach, yeah. to say the least. And then Devin Booker got put in because Anthony yeah. Davis' injury should have been in already, as it was, yeah. averaging 24 a game. So. It, yeah, it makes me mad to know that he's a two-time All-Star. Both times he was put in due to an injury. He deserves better than that. Yeah, he's incredible. He's He's been the best player on the Yeah, Phoenix how Suns. Chris Paul got in over Devin Booker yeah, that, initially just doesn't make yeah, sense baffles, to me. That baffles me. And then Quinn Schneider's that coach. He's going to be I mean, co- yeah, He'll be coach of the year. They're, what, 24-5 and five right now or something like that? Yes. <laughs> like, they won 22 of 24. Yeah. Which is incredible. And... That rounds up the All-Stars. I know Peyton and I have a couple players we thought should have been yeah. in. Already I mentioned DeMar DeRozan, but yeah. Uh, I mentioned one player. I guess I had Sabonis on my notes until today. Yeah, I had Sabonis and Booker in there, but obviously they got their spot. I would still consider yeah. them snubs because I think both of them shouldn't have been replacements. Yeah. But I had DeMar as well. He was ranked 81st, 82nd best player in the NBA, which was like, what the hell? Disrespectful. Extremely. I have really literally written in my notes, disrespectful. Yeah. So, and then the only other player I had was Chris Middleton. Uh, yeah. He's averaging 21, 6, and 6. He's really become more of a facilitator yeah. for that club. He is. I think a lot of it has to do with this recent stretch where he hasn't been playing the greatest. But He's still one of the best players I've seen in a long time where he hits contested threes or yeah. contested jumpers like no one's business. Like he doesn't. J.R. Smith them. style, where he's better with a hand in his face than he is open. It's ridiculous. Like, I've never seen. Yeah. I've never seen a player like that, or mm-hmm. maybe outside of Kobe, where it doesn't yeah. matter who's in his face. He just shoots and it goes in. And he's, he, I think he's almost 50, 40, 90 one year yeah. or something like that. But yeah, those are the snubs I I had. Yeah. Uh, I would say Trey Young, just because he's putting up ridiculous numbers. Obviously, like I think he's putting up similar numbers last year, and he was a starter. It's just mm-hmm. it's not as big of a thing now. He's because that team sucks, and he's like not getting them to where they need to be. Um, yeah. And the only other person for me would be Tobias Harris, uh, just because he's having a career year, and you could argue he could be in there. It'd be hard to pull people out to put him in, but. He's having a huge year, and that team is playing really well. And with how much disrespect he got last year, with the, oh, you should have kept Jimmy Butler, you picked the wrong guy, and now he's come out and he's playing incredible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, that's tough. That's another couple guys that people were like, maybe Butler should have made it, maybe yeah, Bam Adebayo should have made it. but they're I think it's just the disappointment of the team. 
Yeah. Jimmy Butler did miss a lot of time too. Yeah, and Bam didn't really miss any time, but yeah, he he's not a player that's going to carry a team to yeah get wins. Another guy, maybe Fred VanVleet, has been mentioned, but he's averaging twenty a game, which is good. But I wouldn't put him over Middleton or no. It's hard to pull any of those guys out to put him in. That's the tough thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's really about it for our All-Stars. We'll go through our power rankings here. Mm-hmm. First power ranking, kind of a good time to do it too because the first half of the season is just about to end. So a nice little wrap-up there for the All-Star break. So I'll get going first here. So I have mostly Western Conference teams, spoiler alert. Because they're wonder just, why. just a freaking gauntlet over there. Uh, 10, I got Golden State. Uh, what You mentioned Curry is... You predicted exactly what's going to happen. Curry's going to carry them. He's yeah. going to put up big nights. And he's going to get a little help here and there from Uber and Wiggins. Still waiting for some consistency there. But Curry's got them in a playoff spot Yep, in the lower seed, which... I think they're like, what, 7th-ish right now? Something like that, yeah. 7th or 8th? Yeah, nine. I got Portland. They're very banged up again, but Lillard is carrying them. He, it's basically almost the same team as they ended with last year when yeah. minus Cantor, where they're just so banged up. But they're getting wins, and that's mm-hmm. all that matters at this point. Uh, eight. I have Denver. I just I have them above both Golden State and Portland because I think their ceiling's higher than both teams. And I think they've got the ability to turn it on a little yeah. more than Golden State and Portland can. They had a really bad loss yesterday to Washington. They had a four-on-one fast break to tie it up, and MPJ ran to the corner. All three guys ran to the corner. <laughs> MPJ had a wide-open layup and chose to just run out to the corner. Yeah, that was a tough look. Uh, but yeah, Denver, they got Murray, they got Jokic. Wayne for Porter just be that third guy or someone to step up as that third yeah. guy because that's what they're missing right now to, from being a really oh, good team sure. to a, a kind of legitimate contender. Yeah. Seven, I have Phoenix. We were both waiting for Phoenix to start getting going and now they finally are. They put a big run recently. I think their only loss was to I think yeah. Brooklyn. When I think they're only like half a game back of the Lakers now too for third in the West. Yeah, they're right behind the Clippers too. It's a tight race. Yeah. And Booker, Paul... Uh, Mikael Bridges, Aiton, uh, Crowder, Cam Johnson, Johnson. shout out to all those guys. Even Cam- Jay Crowder has been excellent. Yeah. You can see how important he is to a team, like how the Heat definitely miss him and the Suns love having him. Oh, you and I mentioned too, like this is a perfect signing because yeah. he can play the three, can play the four, has that grinded out mindset, he's championship yeah. Lockdown mentality. defender. It's all you can ask for, and he's going to hit some threes for you. Yeah. It's perfect. Six, I have Milwaukee. They've had a tough stretch recently. They've pulled a couple wins in a row. Giannis mm-hmm. is picking it up now. He's dominating as always. Still waiting for, I think, I haven't really seen Drew Holiday in a bit. I think he's... No, he's hurt, and honestly, yeah. that kind of shows how important Drew Holiday is, that he goes out, and they start losing a lot of games. The one thing I've noticed, too, is Brooke Lopez has not had a good year. No. And he's on a really bad contract, so... I think he's on the last year of his contract. But it is still a bad contract after all. It's really bad. But, yeah, they're they're at six. They're third in the west, or in the east. Giannis just said yesterday he doesn't care where they finish. He just wants to 
win a yeah. championship. So, uh, number five, I have the Lakers. Maybe a little lower than some, but um, the only reason I have them five is because AD's out. And the importance of AD and Schroeder, because he hasn't been playing yeah. recently, he's hurt as well. They're missing, they're missing them. Those are two of their better offensive players. It's two yeah. starters, and chemistry goes out the window. And LeBron, yeah, he can carry, but not against teams like Utah and the Clippers and... Apparently the Wizards. Apparently the Wizards. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Four, I have Philly. They've... They had a really good start. Kind of mellowed out a bit, but now they're getting a few wins now. And Embiid's been playing unreal. Ben Simmons has been playing... Honestly, he's been incredible. He is really opened my eyes up yeah. and I've become a big fan of him Tobias Harris he's a nice little third piece for them and they can just have that consistency and then walk down defense and then B keeps doing what he's doing then they'll be yeah. totally okay they want that one seed um, three I have the Clippers um, not much really to say they're doing what everyone expects them to yeah. do uh, PG Kawhi I like Zubak on this team this year. He's been nice off the bench. Lou had a very slow start, but now he's really picking it up. Two, I have Utah. Probably maybe people are like, why are they not number one? They have the best record in the NBA. The reason they're not number one is because the the team at number one has three superstars. But Utah, they've got the best depth, maybe the best coaching in the NBA right now, and maybe the best home court. And they're winning games. They're, I don't know. They're just, I'm not a big Utah fan, but mm-hmm. it's hard to put my put my thoughts to it because they just remind me of this Denver team of two years ago, this Atlanta team from a few years back, or this Raptors team when they had that one year of the bench mob. Yeah, and they had all that depth. They had 59 wins, and then they bowed out second round. That's kind of what I see Utah as. And then number one, Brooklyn. KD, Kyrie, Harden. Not much to say. They're on like an eight-game winning streak right no now. No KD, and they're beating everybody. Yeah. And Harden's embraced that facilitated role. Kyrie's like, yeah, I'm shooting guard. I'm going to fire away, and he's yeah. playing well. They're a big man away, and if they can maybe find a way to snag Drummond, hell, even a... They cut. don't even need Drummond. They just need a big that can maybe play some defense, so probably not Cousins, but any big man that can play some inside defense. Honestly, that that's the one piece they're missing, but even then they can still win series because they've got three of the best scorers in the NBA. Yep. And it's hard for me to put Utah over top of Brooklyn right now, but you put those three teams, or those two teams in a seven-game series, Brooklyn's going to beat them 4-0. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. I don't care how good Mitchell is or how great Gobert a defender is, they're not going to drive to the paint. They're going to be like you can send the paint Gobert, we'll just take threes after three after three yeah. and we'll beat you just like that. Yeah, and Gobert's not a offensive-minded enough guy to beat up on somebody in the paint for an entire series. He just won't do that. So Exactly. Yeah, Brooklyn. You can't really expose anybody down low. Yeah, Brooklyn's one. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Mine's very similar. Little little tweaks, but basically the same thing. Um, I have, I will say that Denver and the Spurs are right outside of my top ten. 
the Spurs because they they've had this crazy good year, but it's hard to trust them because they just don't have the talent of some of these other teams. And I put Denver on the outside just because fuck them, they've disappointed me this year so far. <laughs> I had them first in the West, and they're seventeen and fifteen. Yeah. So this is just me. This is like my punishment for them, leaving them out of the top ten. I'm sure they'll be very disappointed <laughs> being your top ten. They're. I know they're all listening to me right now. Jamal um, Murray will be in your DM, being like, "What the fuck, Jamal man?" Jamal Murray will be like, talking. Mr. Sloppy Toppy's gonna be in my DM. <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> okay, so at ten, I put the Pacers just because I want to give them a little respect because I didn't think they would be this good, and Sabonis and Brogdon have given this team a reason to really be excited this year. They're playing excellent basketball. Nate Bjorkren has done a great job implementing a really good system there. I will say I had them in that in the sixth seed. Yeah. I, I, they're currently, what, the four seed or the three seed? And no, they're four miss, seed. Four and they're seed. missing TJ Warren and yeah. Karis LeVert, who is apparently doing non-contact drills now, yeah. which is big. And if they get both of them back by the playoffs, that's well, going to be Karis LeVert's going to score like that's crazy. That's, that they might not win a playoff series, but they're going to yeah. be a tough out. I'm excited to see Karis LeVert play for that team. Same here. Um, so yeah, I put the Pacers 10 just because I want to give them a little respect for the season that they're having so far. They are 500, yeah. nothing special, but they're doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, at 9, I have the Warriors. I just, you have to put them in right now, the way that Curry is playing. Um, I don't think their ceiling is necessarily too high just because you don't have Clay. You just, you can't, without Clay, they can't go too far. They could maybe sneak a first round playoff win, but. They're not going any farther than that, that's for sure. Um, eighth, I have the Trailblazers. They're injury-riddled again. What's new? It happens every single year, yeah. and Dame just carries. Uh, and they're good enough to be in, I think, the sixth seed right now in the West. So they're they're doing their they're doing their thing. Dame's gonna keep doing Dame things. It's it's Dame time all the time, basically. So <laughs> yeah, they're in the five seed right now. Five seed, okay. Yeah. And uh, that's seven. I have the Suns. They're doing exactly. I think I had the Suns at like the sixth seed when I did my predictions early in the year. And I think so, yeah. Um, and that that felt like I was like giving them a lot of respect. And right now they're in fourth, could be third or second if they keep playing the way that they're playing. So they're doing a lot of good things. Devin Booker's playing incredible. Chris Paul wins basketball games. It's just what he does. And they just keep doing their thing, and they're going to be one of those top four teams. Um, six, I have the Bucks. It's just kind of hard to put them any higher right now. They've been a bit of a disappointment. Uh, they need to get Drew Holiday back. That's kind of the number one thing right now. And then they just need to see if they can find a way to win in the playoffs. It's not really about the regular season for this team anymore. They need to find a way to get... Giannis more involved in the playoffs where he cannot be just walled off. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't really matter for the Bucks where they're sitting right now, but I have them sitting at six. Uh, five, I have the 76ers. Uh, I think that they're having a great season, but I don't trust them as much as I trust the top four teams right now because they've had some ups, and then they come down and they have a couple bad games, and it's just like, ah. Uh. But Embiid's playing absolutely out of his mind, obviously. He's... MVP mm-hmm. at this point in the league. So, I mean, they can win. They can win. Ben yeah. Simmons is playing incredible. Tobias Harris is playing career year level. Mm-hmm. Even Danny Green and Seth Curry are having really good years. So Dwight Howard, too. He yeah. Had, he's had a good impact. I think he went 6 for 6, 14 points yesterday and 6 rebounds, yeah. something like that. 
little resurgence for Dwight after getting that ring. Yep. Um, at four, I have the Lakers. Just, it's hard to figure out what's going on with them right now because they're, they got Schroeder out, they got AD out. Those are two of their biggest pieces. So they're on a bit of a skid, but they're still the Lakers. They just need to get those players back, and they'll be right back on track. Yeah. Uh, three, I have the Clippers. It, I would argue you could put them over the Jazz, honestly, because I think top to bottom they're a better team, and they also just recently beat the Jazz. So it's one of those things where I'm giving the Jazz the respect because they're on this ridiculous run and they have the best record in yeah. the league. But sure. seven-game series, you ask me who's winning, I'd probably take the Clippers. Yeah. Um, two, I do have the Jazz. I'm not going to put them ahead of the Nets. The Jazz belong in the two spot right now, I think. I think that's given them a lot of respect for the season that they're having so far. Mm-hmm. But the Nets are the Nets. They're number one. Yeah. They're winning all of their games right now without the second best player in the league. Arguably. Not arguably for me. He's number two. <laughs> There's nobody that can stop Kevin Durant on the defensive end. He, he's, he, he's the best scorer I've ever watched. Like, there's nobody that you can put him anywhere on the court, give him any type of shot to hit. Like, he's unguardable. He's completely unguardable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's absurd. And that team is winning without him. And James Harden looks like the best point guard in the league. Kyrie Irving has said... You handle the ball, but when I get the ball, I'm just going to take my shots, and he's, that's what he's doing, and it's working. So this team has found the secret sauce. Yeah, they have. And they're figuring out defensively, too. They've had some good game. Their defense is improving now. But I yeah. think a part of it is the chemistry now, starting to figure yeah. out where everyone is offensively and then defensively, just starting to figure out the system. Um, they have started small some games where Deanna Jordan comes off the bench and mm-hmm. they start Jeff Green, who, by the way, has been an, a great fit. He's good anywhere he goes. He's a, I mean, he played a lot of center last year in Houston. So. Yeah, and he was unreal in that series against OKC. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to argue with your power rankings. Like, I love Indiana. Yeah. And they're, I wouldn't say they're right outside. I would have probably Boston around the outside, but they've been slumping. Fuck Boston. They suck right now. They can't yeah. win a game. <laughs> they've been, they're up five in the third right now against aforementioned Indiana. Mm-hmm. So they need they need some positive vibes in that team soon because... They need to start winning some games. The owner has said Stevens isn't on the hot seat, but I think yeah. Danny Ainge is going to be on the hot seat. Yeah, and they've... Uh... I've heard some rumors that there might be some bad blood going on in the locker room. I'm not necessarily sure what that means, but probably. it's ju- probably just they're up- upset because they're losing and people are pointing, doing the blame game a little bit. I think we said they need Marcus Smart back ASAP, yeah. and I don't think he's going to be back for a little bit still. He's, super, he's so important to that team. I've said multiple times if I wanted, like, if I was building a team around, like, bench players, Marcus Smart would be probably the first guy I grab. Yeah, it's him hard, and like Jay Crowder and yeah, there's he's such a good guy to have on your team. He just defense. He can hit shots. He works hard. He's a leader. Mm-hmm. Sure, he flops a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't now? Yeah, nowadays. But yeah, I'm not arguing with that. That's not much else to say. Um, I will say, I just realized the Canes have lost nine straight. I didn't even realize that until I looked at their So it's Houston. So, and I didn't realize that either. I knew yeah. they're both were struggling like nine straight. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But yeah, that wraps up our NBA talk. Let's switch over to 
the NFL and Pay and I are going to do things a little different this week. I'm going to do the NFC West and NFC East. Yeah. And you're going to do NFC North, NFC yeah. South since... Obviously doing the South. Got Panthers in there. I want to do the West really bad. And uh, we'll just go back and forth from team to team so we're not rambling sure. for half hours straight. Yeah. Um, I want to start with Seattle, though, because yesterday, getting the tweet from Schefter that saying Wilson doesn't want out. Yeah. However, if he does want out, if he does waive his no-trade clause, he wants to go to Dallas... New Orleans, for, I don't know how they're going to afford him. Yeah. If they were to try. Uh, Vegas, I don't know how they'd afford him again. And Chicago, which yeah. was really weird. A little but, random. They do have a good defense, maybe that's why. But I had all this... I, had I do want to say, if he goes to the Saints, after I had to watch Brady come into my division <laughs> last year, if uh, Russell comes in this year... I'll kill myself. <laughs> I can't deal with that. If we don't get... The only way I'll be happy is if we get Deshaun, because then we can at least balance it out. But can you imagine Deshaun, Russell, and Tom Brady in the same division? Hell, even... Matt Ryan would be the fourth best quarterback. That's a, still a competent quarterback yeah, in the NFL. arguably top ten quarterback, Matt Ryan. But yeah, I had this big list of Seattle. I'm like, oh, your free agents are, yeah. KJ Wright, Bruce Irvin, uh, Carlos Hyde. Upati, uh, you both you got both Dunbar, Shaki, and Griffin. Both Griffins are free yeah. agents as well, just to name some players. Um, but the number one thing for me, even though they had 11 million cap space, which is a decent amount to work with, with the signs you need to make, is you need to make Russell Wilson happy right now. You need to do what he wants because if he says he wants out, then you need to trade him. But the thing is, I listened to Pat McAfee yesterday. Shout out Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he gets traded now, I think it's a $26 million dead cap. And that would put them in cap hell. If they did trade him post-June 1st, it would be a $13 million cap hit. Mm-hmm. I don't anticipate that Wilson is going to get traded. He says he wants to stay. but No, he wants to be a Seahawk for life. He's just very frustrated. Yeah, which is... Understandable. Yeah, like, get him an O-line, and you've got good offensive pieces, minus the O-line. You've got a decent defense if you can... You've got Jamal Adams in the back. It did get. It did cost you two first-round picks, which you don't have for the next two years. Yeah. So there's no point in saying, okay, Russ, uh, can't give you what you want, so I guess I'll let you go. Mm-hmm. That's not... Pete Carroll's not going to do that, but Pete Carroll's got a fix this relationship really fast. Yeah. And what they need most, I already mentioned it 20 times, O-line. They need a tight end because Greg Olson's retired. Jacob Hollister's a free agent. Yeah. There's not many good tight ends in the free agent market. I think Jared Cook's the best one available. And Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Um, Johnny Smith's in there. But... uh, There's a couple tight ends, but no one, like, really that special. I don't think Henry's going to be on the market, so... They don't have a first-round pick either, and I said if they did, I'd maybe try and trade up and take like a Kyle Pitts from Florida, yeah. who is the best tight end prospect in a long time. So mm-hmm. that's what my biggest needs. I also put Ed Rusher, but they also have Carlos Dunlap, who was a good trade. Yeah, last he season. got had a bit of a resurgence. I think he was pretty mad being in Cincinnati, which 
is also understandable because it's Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number one priority though, they need to make Russell Wilson happy because <laughs> this div's tough enough as it is, and if you get rid of your franchise guy and the man who says "Go Hawks" after every single interview that he does, your fan base is going to be in an uproar, and you're going to be in a rebuild with no first round picks, and you're going to be in cap hell. Yeah. So yeah, they're in a tough spot. Keep him happy. Keep him around. Get him some line help. Get him a tight end. Go Hawks. That's it. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Fuck you, Seattle, by the way. All right, well, I'll start with a pretty simple one here. Um, the Chicago Bears. Um, they're not sitting in cap hell necessarily, but they're at minus 1.9 mil in space. So they have a lot of money in already in players. Um but the the book is out on Chicago. Like they need to keep the important players that they have because they have a very solid roster and then they need to get a quarterback. There's yeah. no other like this team with a good quarterback could potentially be a Super Bowl contender. They have a stacked defense. Yeah. And they have view. a lot of good pieces on offense. So I just I I don't have a whole lot to say about the Bears other than that. They just need to get a quarterback. You guys, Trubisky is not the answer. Nick Foles is not the answer. Mike Glennon, when you gave him all that money, was not the answer. Nope. Jay Culler was not the answer, even though he got you to an NFC title game. I just, I I don't understand how they don't see that they need a quarterback. They keep signing these mediocre guys to contracts, and they pick Mitch Trubisky over Watson and Mahomes and they traded up for Mitch Trubisky. Oh yeah, that is just a tough look and it's just that simple. You have to cut bait. Like I understand you put all this time into Trubisky and you want him to pan out, but it's not going to work. Just give up. Get a new QB. I don't know if you have anything else to say uh, about the Bears. What do you think they do with Allen Robinson? It's tough because they don't have a lot of money. If you want to keep him, you probably tag him. So, I, I, I don't know. Like, they could tag him. But at this point, it's tough because they are in a negative cap space situation and they haven't signed him. And he's one of the top wide receivers in the league. Yeah. You want to keep him, but if somebody offers him a lot of money, he's going to leave. He's and going, he's going that's to why I think their only option is either let him go or tag him. He's going to get a lot of money in the market. Yeah. He'll get a ton from, a I think, a bad team like a Jacksonville or a New York mm-hmm. Jets who have all this cap we space. receivers. Hell, even you mentioned New England. I wouldn't mind that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like, Chicago needs a quarterback. Like, false bisky. We've been saying that for three years. <laughs> and, yeah. Poor Matt Nagy. Because he's a good coach. He's a very good coach. Yeah, you can see how frustrated he is with some of the plays that Trubisky makes. He's also frustrated with the plays Nick Foles makes. Yeah, well, Foles is dog shit, dude. It's he's so like... inconsistent. He'll win you a Super Bowl, and then he'll go the next week and throw you three picks. Yep. And look like a below-average quarterback. There's no consistency there. and I th- Foles is a backup. That's what he is. Yeah. He's a good backup. Very good backup. He's like a Fitzpatrick. Very good backup. Always going to be a great backup. Matt Moore uh-huh. back in the day. Great backup. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chad, anything is possible. Great backup. <laughs> great, great backup. Blaine fucking Gabbard. Super Blaine Bowl. Gabbard. Super Bowl winning backup. <laughs> You'll love to see it. Uh, 
I'm going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals now and hope you're listening closely, Luke, because this team needs a second wide receiver so Kyler Murray does not get tunnel vision, tunnel vision with DeAndre Hopkins. They need a tight end. They need to re-sign Dan Arnold because mm-hmm. he was good this year. And, they're, and unless they decide, hey, let's go get Kyle Pitts if he's there, that'd be a great sign. That'd be a great draft pick. I don't think it'll fall that far. The Fitzgerald's a free agent. I would say honestly, they'll give him a contract. I mean, I would say let him go. I know, but he, it's tough because he's Larry Fitzgerald. You know, he's like Mister Cardinal at this I, point. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Peterson's also a free agent. That's gonna be a tough one. The tough decision. He's thirty-one. He's not the same player he yeah, used he to be. He played not great this year. Yeah. You got Kenyon Drake. Resign him. Mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick had a good breakout year. You yeah. Resign him. Oh yeah. Drake or Patrick's a, he's a corner that you can trust him. Mm-hmm. He's not a scrub. He's good, like number two corner. Exactly. That's my other need was cornerback because you have both Kirkpatrick and Peterson, and one guy you can maybe go for is Ronald Darby. He could potentially be somebody to go to. Maybe Xavier Rhodes, another veteran cornerback yeah. who just had a very good year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he won't get the last year of the Minnesota year that he had, but. He'd be someone I look at as well. Um, they have seventeen million in cap, which is plenty to yeah. make a couple moves. Um, solid O line, in my opinion. You've got young guys on defense. You've got Isaiah Simmons. I mentioned Hassan Reddick. Get him back. You got Deion, DeAndre Campbell, um, Chandler Jones. Yeah, big Chandler Jones guy. Oh yeah, he's an All Pro player. He was injured last year. You also have Robert Alford, who's also a he's a dependable cornerback, or yeah. he even played safety as well. Uh, Buda Baker, I didn't even mention. Didn't even mention. Yeah, him. he's incredible, obviously. So I couldn't believe that that pick he had on Russell was his first career interception. Man, he he just broke out this year. Yeah, he had an unreal year. Um, but yeah, in my opinion. Cardinals, you need to get another wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You need to get a tight end, and you need to get those corners in place because you're already in a tough division with some gunslingers, and you know San Fran's coming back. I'll talk about them in a little bit. They're coming back healthy. Seattle, Russ is there. He's going to cook. He's always cooked against Arizona. And you've got Matt Stafford, who has the ability to put up massive, massive numbers. And on an offense like L.A., there's a lot of potential yeah. for that. So we'll see what they do. I think offensively it's the weapons for Kyler because you can't let Kyler run around like Russell Wilson because mm-hmm. he's a small guy and he takes one bad hit and he's done. And you saw him at the end of last year. His, he couldn't run anymore. He had a terrible ankle. He left the game, had to come back in the fourth to try and make a comeback. Yeah. And clearly couldn't do it. And yeah. they need to get get Kyler some help. They're yeah. sold in most places except for second wide out and a tight end. Yeah. That's all I gotta pretty say. Much agree with you. All along what you just said. The Cardinals just need a little more help. I think they're poised for that breakout year next year you know they were right on the cusp of that this year and if Kyler can keep improving mm-hmm. they could be that team where you go wow they went 12 and 4 this year that's shocking like, it's going to be tough because they're in a gauntlet of a division but they got the talent to do it yeah they got the talent um I guess I'll move on to the the Minnesota Vikings 
the Vikings. Um, somehow this team is has negative seven million in cap space right now. I don't know if that's the Cousins' contract, but he doesn't really have that crazy of a contract anymore. I think Dalvin Cook just signed an extension yeah. too, so that's probably part um, of it. But I think Minnesota's in. They're in a position where this year, I think that for for their talent, they severely underperformed. They did. This is a team that could have and should have probably been a playoff team, especially over a team like the Bears. Well, if they had a competent defense, because their yeah. offense, I'll let you talk about their offense, but they yeah. were incredible. Their defense was shit. Well, their offense, they're very solid on offense. Great O-line. They have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen outside. They have Kyle Rudolph. They have Dalvin Cook, who arguably the best running back in the league. So they're fine on offense. You might want to get a new quarterback, obviously. Like, Cousins might not be the answer. Can I I've heard something? some things about Cousins being swapped for Garoppolo, potentially, but, like... No. I, it's more of a... I heard it was more of a Shanahan wanting someone who's reliable in terms of injury, which Cousins never gets hurt. Yeah. Can I say something about Kirk? Absolutely. Really quick. He had a good stretch middle of last year, mm-hmm. and when they were losing games, people were still blaming Kirk. Like no, that game, like that game where they lost to Tampa, where Bailey missed four field goals or whatever, they're still giving Kirk a lot of crap. I'm like, yeah, like, like what can else can Kirk do? Like he had a decent year last year. No, he he's just getting paid. Year. He's getting paid way too much money, and I agree. Like they need to reconsider that quarterback position. Yeah, I think he's coming on the last year of his contract potentially, and they could maybe just retool it and get him on a cheaper deal. But yeah. I've never thought Kirk is that big of an issue for this team. This team went 13-3 with Case Keenum, and Kirk Cousins is better than Case Keenum yeah. by a wide margin. For sure. They can win a lot of games with Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. I just think that people are like, oh, he's not the top of the league, but he's a very good... He's a top-tier game manager is what I'd say. He does his job. He doesn't throw a ton of picks. He gets the job done. The issue this year was their defense was terrible. Yeah. But they have no money. How do you retool the defense when you have no money? I think I think they have the fourteenth pick in the draft, something yeah. like that. I think draft you, the best defensive player you can find. I think if Micah Parsons somehow falls yeah. in their lap, you take him or an edge rusher. At that point, you need to take someone. But that's I was getting ready to come in here and be like, your offense is incredible. Your defense needs you. Got to go sign some players on defense before I realize they're they're already out of money. They have negative seven million in space. Is there any key free agents they have? I didn't really go too deep into the free agents. I, I'm trying to think. Well, I don't think yeah. I don't think there's many key free agents. I don't think I, they have a lot. I've heard of. I, no, like I haven't heard any big names. With when it comes to the Vikings, I could be missing somebody, but I just they're a tough. Um, th- th- it's tough with Minnesota because their defense was just so bad, mm-hmm. and they're going. A key free agent would be Anthony Harris, actually. That's somebody yeah, that they yeah, are yeah, losing. Yeah. Um, better better get him back somehow, but you're probably going to lose him. Yeah, and they traded They traded somebody this year, didn't they? Or they lost somebody to the Ravens. And Ngakwe. Ngakwe, yeah. They traded Ngakwe to the Ravens. He's a free agent <laughs> if you want to be like, hey, yeah. hey you want to come, come back? back. <laughs> yeah, come back here, we'll give you a second chance. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to say about the Vikings. Their defense just fell off this year. And I think that they have talent on their defense. They just didn't perform this year. Yeah. Um, 
not much really to say other than that about the Vikings. They just need to figure out that defensive yeah. situation. Um, I'll get into the 49ers. They were freaking injury riddled this oh, year. Yeah. I'm not going to go through the names of everyone that was injured because it's basically the start, the entire starting roster that was probably on the IR at some point. But a couple of key free agents that they have. We've talked about Sherman. I don't anticipate he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent Williams, 31-year-old, ranked as the best guard in the or tackle in the NFL this year. They got to hang on to him. Somehow, yeah. Solomon Thomas is a free agent. Uh, Verrett, got Witherspoon, and Williams are also free agents, both key quarter, cornerbacks. So mm-hmm. that's one of their needs. Got to resign those corners or go and get someone. Kyle Ustek, excuse me, is... Juice. Is a free agent. You got to keep him around. Just yeah. give him a nice little cheap deal. He's loved in San Fran. He's the yeah. best fullback in the NFL. Even yeah. though people say like, "Oh no, it's not a big position." It is. It can be if you have a good running game. You look at coming that, from when Carolina had Mike Tolbert. Fullback can be a very important. And position. I was gonna say James Devlin that year we went yeah. won the Super Bowl against the Rams. He that running yeah. game was incredible. Like Devlin is, he retired now, but he. That fullback position is very important. Um, their big situation, though, is the quarterback situation. We've heard Garoppolo rumors. We've mm-hmm. heard that they're trying to get rid of him. Now doesn't seems like talks have kind of gone off. Yeah. Garoppolo seems like maybe they'll hang on to him, give him another year. But the big, those are the two big needs. Just re-sign the guys that are important to your team, like Trent Williams, uh, Witherspoon, uh, Solomon Thomas, because you've got a great defense still when healthy. You've got a solid O line. You saw that running game last year. Raheem Mostert when healthy. Uh, Wilson Jr. Tevin Coleman's still there. Yeah. Um, I don't even need to mention the wide receivers. They're talented. I don't even need to mention George Kittle. Oh, yeah. Just bring this team back again because they were what thirteen and three the year before, twelve and four, something like yeah. that. Yeah, they went thirteen and three. And they were the one seed. And they were like, and they went to the Super Bowl. They were thinking six and ten, seven and nine this year with all the injuries. Consider all things considered, that's not bad. Yeah, by any means. Um, but yeah, figure out Jimmy Garoppolo. Figure out that QB situation. It yeah. just feels like we mentioned quarterbacks every single team because it's yeah. now it's always a question mark. Now it's just weird for San Francisco because it feels like their biggest thing is they just need to try to stay healthy this coming year more than anything. You know. Yeah. When they're healthy, they can win a lot of games. Jimmy Garoppolo wins a lot of football games when he's healthy. He does. He's got a good... He just can't stay healthy. (laughs) Yeah. He's... What is he, like 30 now? 31? Gotta be close to it. He's been around forever. Uh, But yeah, I'd say if there's no market for Garoppolo, you can't really get another quarterback. Mm -hmm. You have a decent high, decently high pick. I think it's top 10 or something like that. Get a... Get a quarterback or just keep Garoppolo around. That's all I'll say about him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll move on to the Green Bay Packers. The uh, the team that loses in the NFC Championship every single year. That's kind of what they're becoming. Um, they're not in the worst spot when it comes to their cap. They're minus $5.7 million. Um, They need to do their best to try to keep this team that they had together. I think that's kind of the most important thing right now. They have a few free agents that are going to be really important. 
Um, Corey Lindsley's obviously the top of the list. I don't think they'll be able to keep him around because somebody's going to offer him a lot of money that they can't. Yeah, he'll be a highly touted center in the free yeah, agent market. Yeah. Um, they already announced that they're releasing Christian Kirksey, so he won't be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercedes Lewis is kind of a guy you probably want to keep if you're that team. A good tight end. Uh, Kevin King had a couple horrible plays in that <laughs> NFC Championship game, but an overall good corner that you probably want to hang on to. Yeah, don't, don't, don't look at one game and be like, yeah, get him out of here. Uh, Snacks Harrison is a guy, you, if they can find a way to keep, obviously he's a good guy to have in the middle of your defense. Uh, great run stopper. Mm-hmm. Um, those are kind of the most important ones. I'd say Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams as well. Obviously, I think they're only going to be able to keep one of those two. Yeah. But you probably want to try to hang on to one of those two. Uh, but those are kind of the most important. Uh, Tanyan's a restricted free agent, so I can't imagine he'll be going anywhere. No, he had a really good year. Because he was a Pro Bowl snub for sure. He should have been a Pro Bowler, but... Seem like get a touchdown every week. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they, they got to try to keep those important pieces, and they don't have a ton of money to do it, obviously. They're in a negative cap space situation as well, so... Yeah. Their most important thing is to try to keep those important pieces, like your Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams, your Tunyon, your mm-hmm. Snacks Harrison. Guys, like, like those are the guys you kind of got to hang on to. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it's an interesting situation because... They're in a situation where you need to get better, but they don't really have the money to try to get better. They need to do it through the draft more than anything, I'd say. It just seemed like this team this year was the best team that they had in a really long time, and I don't know if they're this is their have... best chance to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, and obviously, I think the big question mark for me, their biggest need, I think, is to make keep Aaron Rodgers happy, because yeah. shout out Aaron Rodgers, he just got engaged. Yeah, out of uh, nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere, but obviously the season didn't end as well as they'd like. Their Rogers made a couple comments where everyone was like, uh, "Does he want to be here now?" Yeah, but he, you're not gonna get rid of Aaron Rodgers. You're keeping him around. Yeah, you have Jordan Love, who is the next guy allegedly, but make him happy. Get him a get him another wide receiver. Like, yeah, just go get it. Get some. Make this team better. Get some weapons for Aaron because. Time's running out for Rodgers. It seems like I don't think he'll be around for another. I think maybe one, two more years he'll be around. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna push him out the door. They might if they really want to go with Jordan Love. I think uh, Lafleur. I think's pretty. Obviously, he's pretty high on Love. They took him first round last mm-hmm. year, so that's the biggest thing for me. But yeah, they've got a lot of holes to kind of fill to make yeah. keep this team good mm-hmm. but no not the captain do it um to wrap up the nfc west i got the rams they've obviously got negative cap space because they love to pay they all just of their overpay people <laughs> they're the la they're like yeah. gotta give them a little extra to stay here yeah um they don't have their first round pick obviously for a few years yep um a couple key free agents uh, john johnson troy hill two guys in the secondary i'd say well, obviously you're not. You're probably not going to be able to hold on to John Johnson because yeah. there's a lot of good safeties out there and teams that need to get safeties. Yeah, um, there's a lot of safety help needed this year. It'll be interesting to see the Stafford situation. I'm kind of back and forth on it. I'm kind of growing a little more into this Stafford thing because I think it can work out. 
Yeah. But if it does work out, then it's just going to blow up in their face. And McVay's the one that said, hey, we're going to get Stafford. I want him. We're making this trade. McVay's putting all his eggs in the Stafford basket. Yep. Um, I think their biggest need is linebacker. Yeah, I can't remember their name. only weak point. I think Young, I think I can't remember their first name. It's Young and Kaiser or something. Mm-hmm. They're not touted linebackers, but you don't have the cap to or the picks to. Oh no! To get in to anyone, so I think that's the one thing that you really need because your D line's fine as long as you have Aaron Donald there. Yeah, you're fine. You got a good D line. You got a good O line. You got decent weapons. Like yeah. they they don't have a lot of holes. They just aren't like top tier in any position that's why you go out and you get a stafford yeah just a quick upgrade to the quarterback position because mm-hmm. they're obviously they think they're quarterback away from being a yeah. championship team and we'll see what happens this year but it's not going to be easy it's tougher to defenses to be great two years in a row it's not really seen that much unless you're the yeah. legion of boom yeah or, it helps when you have aaron donald <laughs> exactly but that's all i really got for the the Rams. Yeah, no, there's not a lot to say about the Rams. I no. think it's a lot of standing pat this year because they got Stafford. Now mm-hmm. they just kind of want to run it back. Exactly. I, mean, I think they can run it back and have like 11 wins. I, yeah. That's very possible. All right. Well, let's talk about one of the absolute messes of the NFL. The Detroit, the Detroit Lions. I cannot wait for this. So this team... Has negative cap space. How much exactly? It's negative three point eight five oh, mil, okay. which isn't terrible. Yeah. But how does a team this bad have negative cap space? And listen to these free agents: Marvin Jones, Everson Griffin, Danny Amendola, Matt Prater, Gerard Davis, Adrian Peterson, Mo Sanu, Kenny Galladay, Jamal Agnew. They are. They have so many big names for this team. That all, are all their free agents. Deron their- Harmon as well. They have so many free agents <laughs> and no money, and they suck. Yeah. I, I don't even know what you do if you're this team. How do you make anything happen? You're going to have to re-sign at least two of those three, three receivers. You Mark. tag probably Galladay to keep him around. Yeah. How do you sign Marvin Jones? Somebody's going to be like, money, and he'll go. Yeah, for sure. I know so, New England's been kind of tagged on his name recently. Yeah. They'll they should be able to re-sign Amendola to a cheap deal, but he's not what he used to be. No. There's guys that they need to hang on to that I don't know how they're going to hang on to. I just this team is an absolute mess. And they're going to suck for a long time because those three teams in this division are a lot better than they are. Yeah. It's just and now you downgraded at quarterback. I don't think Goff's a bad quarterback, but you're paying him the same money you were paying Stafford, and he's not as good. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why they wanted all these picks, is because they have no money to do anything other than draft people. Yeah. So, the Lions are a mess. They suck. That's all I... They're, I don't know how they have negative cap space. I, was, I went to the Lions, and I was thinking, oh, they probably got a decent amount of money to work with. They can pick some people up. No. Mm-hmm. They're, they're somehow screwed. Uh, I'm sorry, Lions fans. That's tough. I think they got the seventh or eighth pick, something like that. Yeah, I saw a mock draft today where Dak Wilson went to the Lions. I'm like, I'm like, that's the last thing. If Dan Campbell's retarded and does that, <laughs> and I don't know, like I don't trust. Dan, He's the best. Dan Campbell knee biter in 
in the draft. Yeah, I'd be a little scared to be in that locker room, especially after a loss. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And there's probably to be a lot. Last thing they need is a hard ass because last time they had a hard ass, Matty P, didn't work out. So, <laughs> yeah. Matt Patricia. I don't know. Is, Lions yeah. just tried to be like, hey, let's try the Patriot way. You yeah. can't do that when you consistently... If the Patriot way means signing all of the Patriots old players. <laughs> Patriots way is also guys taking one for the team yeah. and winning games. And they can't do either. No, they so, cannot. So, good luck, Detroit. Um, I'm going to the NFC least now. Oh, God, where do I start? Um, let me look through what do I want to talk about first. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Because why not? They've got cap or they've got cap space. They got 20 mil, surprisingly. All things considered. That's pretty good actually. They've got the 10th overall pick. They're okay offensively. Don't worry about offense. Their offensive line had a shit year. They were banged up. Don't worry about it. They still have Tyrone Smith. They got Zach Martin. They are mid- they're going to lose uh Looney. So I would Try and get a center, David Andrews, mm-hmm. cheap option potentially. Um, trying to think, I think they need to go for a cornerback, whether they do it in the free agency or the draft. I think his name's Barmore from Alabama. Mm-hmm. He, some guy you can go for. He's ranked as one of the best pass rushers, which is something they they probably need because they're losing uh, potentially Alden Smith. Mm-hmm. Tyrone Crawford is also a free agent. Um, they need safeties too. Xavier Woods is a free agent. There's a lot of good safeties out yeah. there. I know they've linked, been linked to Earl Thomas multiple yeah. times, but he's kind of past his, past his time. The tough thing with Dallas is you go, oh, they have $20 million, but Dak's unsigned. Yeah. And if they tag him, I think it's $38 million. So It's a big hit. Yeah. And then next year you can't tag him again because he's mm-hmm. not going to want it. And he's going to be a nice free agent and he's going to want to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but now that their names are in the Russell Wilson situation, now do they kind of start playing hardball with Dak? Being like, hey, if you don't take this money. We'll send you to Seattle. <laughs> we're just going to trade for Wilson. And you'll be over there with them. So that'll be interesting to see. They're fine. The wide outs, like I said, Cooper, Lamb, Gallup. You could arguably trade Gallup if you wanted to mm-hmm. to get a piece back. Um, this is an interesting offseason just because such a down year last year. I think I think everyone except Cowboys fans saw it coming just because they're so delusional. <laughs> um, We're going 16 now this year. Yeah. Uh, Every Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah, a high pick. You've got a talented roster. Yeah. Mike is Mike McCarthy the fit for this team? No. No. Uh, smashing watermelons is not going to help <laughs> motivate players at this point. They're grown yeah. men. They're he's going to have to ask Dan Campbell how to motivate his team. Yeah, seriously. He's going to ask Aaron Rodgers for <laughs> some help. Uh, they'll be interesting, though. The Dak situation is the number one story, obviously. But, uh-huh. I, but I obviously think they need to get some secondary players and whether that's in the draft whether that's for agency because there's a ton out there you can go for get a dunk Dallas yeah. because this team is way too good right now with the talent that they have to be going 7-9 every single season yeah. it's inexcusable at this point yeah well how about them Cowboys yeah <laughs> how about them Cowboys alright well I guess I'll start with Atlanta because who cares about Atlanta well 
But uh, they're they're honestly kind of a mess because they sucked this year. Their defense was awful, and they're sitting at minus fifteen point eight million cap space right now. Yikes! And free agents: Alex Mack, their center; Ricardo Allen, their free safety; Charles Harris, a good edge rusher; Keanu Neal, their strong safety. Uh, I mean, that's Dark has Denard, cornerback. They're losing some good players. You got to sign. Uh, Young Hui Koo as well, who had a great year kicking this year, so that's another hit to your cap. Yeah. I mean, realistically, this team just needs help on defense. Yeah, they And do. I don't know, I think you just go into the draft and you do what Carolina did this year and just strictly take defensive players. They're solid on offense. All you need to do is re-sign Alex Mack. That's kind of your important offensive piece. Mm-hmm. But past that they just need help on defense their defense sucked this year if they lose Keanu Neal and Ricardo Allen as well they're just going to be awful so they're in a tough position which I like to see (laughs) I hope they suck and they lose every game even if they're about to win a game they'll probably just blow it anyways Um, Todd Gurley they are planning on he is a free agent I don't know what's going to happen there because it's Todd Gurley I don't know what his market value really is and whether anybody's even going to want him. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they need Todd Gurley necessarily, so see what happens there. But the Falcons suck, and it sounds like they're going to continue to suck because they're not in the best spot. they got a new coach coming in who's super offensive-minded, and their defense is just going to get worse. Yeah, they've got good enough wide-receiving core. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see what they do with their top 10 pick. I can't remember what pick it is. They gotta take someone on defense. They have to. I wouldn't be shocked if they took a quarterback just because it's Atlanta. They like to do the opposite of what people would expect. Yeah. So, we'll see. They're, they could arguably be the worst team in the division next year or they could arguably take the biggest leap. They've got the talent to do so. It's just can they contain a lead Yeah. No, any they're, point? Their defense, they need help in every aspect of their defense. So yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting gotta, to see. It's got to be an overhaul at this point. I think they need to rebuild. Yeah. Um, let me go to the, I almost said San Francisco Giants. They can baseball right now. <laughs> Very excited. Barry for Bonds. Sign Barry Bonds. <laughs> Very excited for baseball. We don't talk about Barry Bonds. He's not even mentioned <laughs> in video games anymore. It's no. number 25. Yeah. Uh, New York Giants. Uh don't like the Giants. <laughs> I wonder why. Is it because they beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl? <laughs> Fuck. It's because <laughs> fucking Steve Spagnuolo. Eli Manning. Mario Manningham, David Tyree still haunt my yeah. nightmares. Mario Manningham, Michigan. Shout out, go blue. <laughs> uh, they got a little bit of cap out 5 mil. Leonard Williams is their key free agent. Mm-hmm. He had a career high in sacks. Perfect year for him to have career yeah. high, so he's going to get a decent contract. I'm not sure if they're going to keep him around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at this roster, I'm like, they've got a ton of Patriots players, which is ironic because Joe Judge is the head coach. So yeah. I'm like, hey, Patriot way everywhere, I guess. Uh, Wayne Gallman's a free agent, and he stepped in really well in the yeah. absence of Barkley, who's coming back, so he'd be a decent backup. He also might get some money, though. And you mean. already have Saquon, you don't want to pay... But he's also yeah, coming off too bad. He's been injury riffled the last couple of years. Coming mm-hmm. off a torn ACL, so you don't know how good he's going to be. Um, 
Cam Fleming, another Patriot. Nate Abner, another Patriot. <laughs> Deion Lewis, another Patriot free agent. Deion Lewis. Uh, they need O line. They're shit. Another O lineman, Nate Soldier. Nate Soldier. He's pa- garbage. New, New England got rid of him at the right time. They knew when to fuck off his contract. Yeah. And he was terrible last year. Um, He's getting Cam- paid a lot of money. Cam Fleming was always a backup in New England as a tackle. He was, or as a guard too, he was terrible as well. Both on both edges, uh, Daniel Jones is just going to keep fumbling if they have no line. Yeah. So that's the guy who's the number one priority. Um, how do they do with the cap? I have no clue. They'll have a draft pick, so if somehow Slater, uh, what's the other guy's name? Penny Sewell or Penny Sewell Penny falls to them, better take them. Yeah. You better take them. Oh, and I think they need a second wide receiver. Um, yeah, Shepard's not bad. Tate, he's kind of a diva at this point. He's kind of up and down. Yeah. You do have Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram, but Evan Ingram's got a case of the dropsies half the time. Yeah, Evan Ingram's been so inconsistent throughout his career, but he's had these flashes where you're like, oh my god. Yeah. But then he'll drop a ball that hits him right in the head. It's kind of like Metcalf, honestly. They have a bit of a dropping problem, but they're very solid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, looking at their defense, look at that, another Patriot, Logan Ryan. A little bit past <laughs> his day. They do have Jabril Peppers, who I like at safety. Yeah. Nice young safety. Uh, Blake Martinez is a very good linebacker for mm-hmm. them this year. Um, I think this year, in my opinion, might be Daniel Jones' last chance to, to show, like, yep. Yeah, I am uh, yeah. the quarterback of the future. The I think with this Jones is, is the thing with Jones is he's not a bad quarterback. His biggest issue is this fumbling problem that he has. Every time he gets hit, the ball comes out, or he just falls down. Apparently, <laughs> he trips and gets tripped by the turf monster. Yeah, but he if he can figure out the fumbling thing, they'd be way better off. He loses so many balls due to that fumbling issue that he has. Yeah, just yeah, Jones has got to bit of an issue with turning of the ball over so if they can if you can clean that up like it's not a bad team joe judge took a big step with them this year had them yeah. that close to a playoff spot but be interesting to see what happens next year because i don't know what's going to happen with this division it should be dallas who's winning this division if we're looking at talent alone every single year yeah. but who knows it's tough so that's all i got for the giants well, I guess I will move on to the Super Bowl champions. Yes, I'm saving Carolina for last. <laughs> um, so we'll move on to the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who actually have 24.1 million in cap space. But it kind of makes sense when you see all the people that are on the block here. Yep. Um, Shaq Barrett, Vontae David, Rob Gronkowski, Dominic Sue, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, Blaine Gabbert, huge. <laughs> Um, LaShawn McCoy will be gone, but... Did you mention Godwin? Godwin is on here, obviously, as well. Jaden Mickens, another receiver. Uh, jeez, they have so many people. Um, like, that's the tough thing, is they have to make decisions now. With Shaq Barrett, Levante David, Chris Godwin, you have to sign those three. Yeah. Leonard Fournette might get some money, you might not be able to keep him. So maybe they do hang on to Shady McCoy just because they have no one else. Yeah, honestly. Um, but that's the thing is that's the the most important thing for the Bucks right now is keeping those key three pieces in Godwin, Barrett, and David. You have twenty four million; it should be more than enough to make that happen. 
Maybe you have to tag one of them. Probably have to tag one of them. I think Godwin's going to be the one that has to sacrifice, which probably won't make him too happy because yeah. I, yeah, I know he wants to get paid. He's young. I, I wouldn't be too surprised if it was Shaq Barrett either. I don't think Barrett... I think Barrett's going to get a, a lot of money. But it, that's what I mean. If they tag him, he can't go anywhere. Yeah. Like. Um. So it'll be interesting to see, but they have enough money to make it work to keep those key pieces. I don't know if they keep Sue... Don't know if they keep AB. They might keep him on a cheap deal because no one else wants him. So I think AB could stick around. But Fournette's probably gone. So that's like one. Fournette and Sue are kind of the two big ones that you're potentially going to lose. Most of the other players you should be able to keep. Mickens, hopefully they could keep on a smaller deal. He did have a a good enough year. He was kind of their like fifth receiver, but he still came in and got the job done. And he was their returner as well, right? So Yeah, absolutely. He'd be a good guy you'd want to keep, but they're not in a bad spot. They're in a good spot where they can kind of just run it back if you keep those players. And they're going to have even better chemistry going into next year. So yeah. they're in a very good position, which makes me sad, but they are in a very, very good position. Yeah, I think they'll figure it out and get yeah. their guys back and run it back one more time. Oh, I can't wait. I get to shit on the Saints next. <laughs> but you can go now. Hey, I get, to, I get to shit on the Eagles right now <laughs> because what the fuck are you doing trading Carson Wentz for a second and a third? I don't care if he had a bad year. You gave him the same team last year, and he had good results. I don't know what you expect him to, to do this year. I don't know why you expect him to throw 30 to 40 touchdowns with this team. Yes, he made some shitty decisions, but... He also had the worst O-line in football. Yeah, and he had the worst, probably wide receiving court in football. Because everyone was hurt. He was literally throwing to practice squad guys all year last year and brought yeah. them to a playoff spot. They're, this team's in cap hell, too. They're $40 million over the cap. And the big part of that is because Carson Wentz is a $33 million dead cap hit, yeah. which is 20% of their cap alone. Plus, Deshaun Jackson just got released. He's made... I think he's taken about five, six mil dead cap, so that's another 5%. So that's mm-hmm. a quarter on two players that are not on your team anymore. <laughs> and you got the sixth pick, thank God, because you tanked that last game. <laughs> and you better take a wide receiver or a quarterback. You better take... I don't think they'll... T- they ha- they're, I think they're committed to Jalen Hurts. You need to take... Whether it's... I'd say take an alignment. They have nobody... They have Lane Johnson. He's hurt all the time. They got Jason Kelsey. I guess Jason Kelsey, but he's getting old too. They've got uh, Jason Peters too, who's also getting old. They're all getting old. Yeah, which is... And they keep getting hurt. Lane Johnson and Jason Peters get hurt all the time. Yeah, so you can't do this in free agency. You're going to have to hit some jackpots in the draft somewhere. And I think, who would they take last year in the draft? Uh, What's his name? Was it it Ward? I can't remember his name. Was it... Rieger? Jalen Rieger? Jalen Rieger, yeah. And then they took Hurts in the second round. Yeah, so a little interesting, but you do have Miles Sanders still. Zach Hurts is a bit of a question mark because he already got Goddard there, and Hurts has kind of been like, yeah, I really, yeah. really don't really want to be here anymore. Um, I think their defense is okay, though. I think they're not bad. Yeah, like, no, they don't have a lot of issues. Like, their D-line is fine. Because they still have Fletcher Cox, one of the best run stoppers. Oh, yeah. Arguably uh, the best. Brandon Graham, yeah, he's getting old, but he's still... He's still a consistent player. Uh, Derek Barnett, not bad. Yeah. Um, Don't they have one of the Kendricks brothers there? Yeah. That? They have Alex Singleton. Shout out to Singleton, former Calgary Stampeder in the CFL. Yeah. He's, he had a good impact on the team this mm-hmm. year. Um, 
another free agent they have, or they have two free agents, Jalen Mills, McCole, Roby Coleman. So cornerback, obviously, you need to look at. Make sure you get a couple guys re-signed. Um, mm-hmm. It's Jalen Hurts time. And well, I really hope this works for Philly, because if it doesn't, then you look like an idiot for trading Wentz for nothing. And if he goes on and does what we both think he's going to do is run that South Division and give Casey a really good shot for the yep. AFC, yep. then you're going to look like the biggest idiot. It's good that you got Doug Peterson out of there, but your hire was suspect. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name. Uh, Sirianni? Nick Sirianni? Yeah. I was trying to get it. I was like, it's something yeah. with an S. But if you, you better keep it nice and simple. You better take a wide receiver, whether it's Devontae, Devontae Smith, the guy from LSU, I can't remember his name, Waddle. Uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase or Waddle. Yeah. You better take one of those three to get Jalen Hurts some help because you're not going to run Jalen Hurts like a Taysom Hill, which... He's, what do you mean? He can throw to Travis Fulgham and Greg Ward all year. God. And Alshon Jeffrey if he's playing. <laughs> yeah, if he's playing, I doubt it. He'll play um, one game and get hurt, but yeah, honestly. But Philly, this team, this team should have won the Div last year. They're in a great spot, and yeah. then all of a sudden, their old line just died. Yeah, and everyone's like, "What's well, your fault? Let's throw Jalen Hurts and see what happens." And then they're like, "Nah, Hurts, we're gonna pull you out because we're tanking for a pick." The so. reason that Hurts was able to make that work is he's got the legs to get away when <laughs> the whole line collapses and the pocket collapses. Yeah, so Philly it could be a rough year for you. Mm-hmm. It could be a very rough year. All right, let's talk about the New Orleans Aints. <laughs> uh, good for them for having another year where they lose in the playoffs. <laughs> okay. Um, but they are currently sitting at negative sixty six point four million in cap space. Oh my god! And if they were to retool Breeze's contract and get what was it twenty three million, they're still over forty million below the cap line. Like that's tough. So they don't have a ton of key free agents, which helps because they can't sign anybody. Do they have Hawkinson as so, a free agent? His name? Uh, Jared Cook. Sheldon Rankins, Marcus Williams, Winston, Swearinger, Ken Crawley. Those are kind of the most important ones. Yeah. So, they're going to re-sign Winston because they have to. They can't afford Cook. They can't afford Rankins. They can't afford Williams. No. No way. Um, Ken Crawley, maybe they could get on a cheap deal, but... Somebody might be like, we need another corner. We'll give you a little money. So they're going to lose these a few. Trey Hendrickson is actually a free agent as well, I forgot. That's what I was going to say. And uh, he had a huge breakout year this year. Of the team in sacks. Yeah. And there's no way after that that somebody's not going to give him some money as an edge rusher. Mm-hmm. So they're in a very bad position, and they're probably going to suck. And uh, honestly, I love to see it. Yeah. I'm not going to say much about Super this. excited for this two-QB system with Taysom Hill and James Winston. The, good, the thing is, they do got some weapons. Like, yeah, you can dump it off to Kamara. He'll do his thing. Yeah. Michael Thomas, he's got a... I'm betting off. Michael Thomas is wanting asking out halfway through this year because he only likes getting balls from Drew Brees. Like, yeah. he doesn't want to play. 
if the team sucks. He's a diva. We've seen that. We'll see because Drew Brees still hasn't made his decision yet. We thought it was a given that yeah, he retired, but it's kind of logged on. But even then, longer. I think that if he's if he plays again, I can't imagine he's going to be very good. No. Unless he goes to the fountain of youth, but yeah, I can't see him coming back. But this team is a mess, and I love it. How do you, how are they almost seventy mil over the cap? Yeah. How do you do that? How do you do that? Well, you go all in for Drew Brees in his last two years, <laughs> and this is the price you get. And you for lose him. in the second round every single year, or in the wild card to the yeah. Vikings. So, yeah. uh, ending off with the Washington football team. Great story. Went from That's a team that everyone hated, no name. Had Snyder, who everyone hated, and then you hire Ron Rivera, who was literally just brought in just to change the culture. Mm-hmm. He gets cancer. He overcomes the cancer. They get Kyle Allen. He breaks his leg. Alex Smith has to come in after breaking his leg. I was going to say the irony of that. Having <laughs> 20 surgeries, get jumped on by Aaron Donald's like third play yeah. back. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy's going to break his leg again. And then... He, he's undefeated as a starter. I think he was 4 or 5 and 0 as a starter. And that's a credit to them. They've got $42 million in cap. Their big key free agent is Brandon Sheriff. they got to resign him. No doubt about it. Thomas Davis Sr., who I know you love, is a yeah. free agent. Ronald Darby, he's going to be a sought-out th- corner. I think Thomas Davis may have retired. You think so? I didn't hear anything about that. I can't remember. If not, keep him around. Yeah. Still. Ronald Darby's going to be a sought-out free agent, like I said. You have Ryan Kerrigan. you got to keep Kerrigan around. Kerrigan's been around forever. So big for that defense. And then you got, I, I wrote down suspect for, for Ruben Foster and uh, Michael Kendricks. A couple suspect linebackers yeah. for more ways than one. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, then Kyle Allen's also a free agent. So, But you've already committed to... Uh, Haneke and uh, and Smith, but you could still make a move for quarterback because yeah, Tyler Haneke, he's not bad. He showed he showed flashes, but I don't think he can keep that consistency. No. And Alex Smith's not going to go out there with what they have right now and win eight nine games. Their biggest need right now is wide receiver and tight end. Last year they had the lowest. PFF grade, pro football focus yeah. grade, out of all wide receivers and tight ends. And well, they was, have Scary Terry. Yeah, Terry McLaurin, they got Logan Thomas. Yeah, they have a former quarterback playing tight end for them, so. Yeah, but they've got cap space. I would say you get a downfield threat like an Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, hell, even a slot like a Juju Smith-Schuster, mm-hmm. Marvin Jones. One of those guys. Well, they do have a downfield threat because Terry's fast he can take the top off he's gonna get they're gonna double him yeah so then you gotta bring a second guy in to Mm -hmm. kind of open it up like a slot juju would be perfect oh he'd be excellent or marvin jones because he's a good red zone guy as well he had 10 touchdowns this year but that thing that's their biggest need is just resign sheriff figure your quarterback get some weapons for whoever your quarterback is because your defense you got your defensive line all first rounders jonathan allen Montez Sweat, Payne, Chase Young. Then behind you, you've got Cole Holcomb at linebacker, who had a great year. John Bostic, who was a very nice surprise. Uh, Landon Collins, a former Giant. Great safety. Former All-Pro safety. Kendall Fuller, a great cornerback. Mm-hmm. 
get Ronald Darby back because that's an unbelievable defense. You got the cap to keep the same team around. You just got to upgrade on the offense because they're a couple pieces away from being a very good team. They just need some consistency on the offense because their defense cannot carry like New England, like that New England team did, or the Pittsburgh did this year, and then they all died out, and yeah. you saw what happened. So that's their biggest. That's the biggest need for me, and that's all I got to say about the Washington football team. Also, biggest need get a name. Get a name. <laughs> get a name. I don't care if it's the Generals. I don't care the if, R-words. if it's the Reds. I don't care. The, the Reds. The R-words. <laughs> the Reds, I don't fucking the care. The Skins. Just call them the, the Skins. The skins. Hail to the Washington football team. <laughs> That's all I got for those fellas. Yeah, they can't commit to football team. They gotta find a name. That's so bad. Yeah. Um, let's end it with the best team in football, the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we went 16-0 and won the Super Bowl this year. Or maybe I dreamt that. Um, we have 37.4 million cap space, which actually isn't bad. Uh, most important thing, replacing somehow Luke Keekley to even like half, yeah. because you can't replace him obviously. But like, you need to somehow fill that void mm-hmm. by getting a decent linebacker, maybe. Yeah. Um, which makes me sad because I wish Keekley would just play, but it is what it is. I understand. And then maybe some edge rushing. Past that, you know, and the thing with the edge rushing is we have good young edge rushers who can get better, so. Mm -hmm. But also, just go to Houston, say, have all of the first-round picks, and get Deshaun, please. That's all I ask. Oh, I did see that. Bridgewater, like literally, I think it was an hour right after a podcast, and yeah. I saw a tweet saying Bridgewater's unfollowed most of the Carolina Panthers on social media. Mm-hmm. So I think that's saying a few things, or that they're telling Teddy, you're not probably not going to be a part of yeah. our future. So and we already let some important pieces go to try to have some space. Clearly, KK Short, Trey Boston, like these are guys that have been around for a while, yeah. and we're leaving them off the team to try to bring clearly something pretty big in, which I imagine is Deshaun Watson. Yep. Just go do it, but I bet it's Houston going, no, no. He'll want to play for us. He's already... He wants to play for us. He met with Cullen. He said, no, I'm not playing for you. <laughs> so fuck off. Get me out of here, please. Uh, but we do have some other key free agents. Russell Okun, gotta resign him. Mike Davis would be nice to be able to keep him around. He's a great power back. Uh, Tahir Whitehead would be good to keep around as well. Yeah, Curtis sure. Samuel is very important. We have to keep Curtis Samuel he's like on the a, team. He's like a double-edged... He's like a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, he yeah. can run the ball. He's a good wideout. Uh, Farrell Cooper would be nice to keep for kick returning, but it's not too important. J.J. Jansen, our long snapper, he'll get a contract. <laughs> long snapper. Taylor important. Moten uh, will get a contract, obviously. He's one of the better tackles in the league. We have to keep him and keep our offensive line healthy, especially if we're trying to get Deshaun. You have to go, look, offensive line. Um, Rasul Douglas would be nice to keep. Another good piece at corner. Joey Sly is dog shit. Get a new <laughs> kicker. <laughs> He can kick the ball miles, but... He can but kick the ball, like, 80 yards, but he'll kick it 30 yards left to the upright. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, F.A. Obata would be good to keep, too, another edge rusher. Alex Armour, fullback, would also be nice to keep. If you can get all these guys on just littler deals, other than Curtis Samuel, obviously. Moten probably will need some money, too, but... 
there's a lot of guys we need to hang on to. Um, and the most important thing is still just go get Deshaun Watson. If I don't you, care. If you don't trade your eighth pick and you don't get Watson, what do you do with that uh, pick? If Kyle Pitts is there, take him. Our tight end this year was, I, oh my god, what's his name? I'm totally forgetting his name. Um, but we don't, we do, do, terrible tight end. So, I mean, we need to be able to throw to a tight end. We had Olsen for years, and you see how important a tight end is when you watch a great one on your team for a really long time. Yeah. And it would be nice to go out and get one that's potentially a new superstar tight end. I think yeah. he's the best since, like, Hawkinson came out, and Hawkinson's been so good for the Lions. He's just stuck out in Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. We didn't even met you. Only even mentioned him earlier. Like he's a bright spot there. Yeah, he's been really good. But well, I mean, it's tough to mention. Hey, good tight end. The rest of your team sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like good for you, but I feel bad for you. You uh, got Hawkinson and Carryon Johnson. Yeah, I'm not really sure about Carolina at this point because they were a very competitive team this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. they went four and twelve, but they were like in every game. They they remind me of OKC in the NBA, where you know they're going to be bad. But they competed every single night yeah. and were challenging really, really. I think we good had teams. seven losses, a stretch where we had seven losses and we lost by a combined like nine points. It was something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it was like one possession game, like less, like three point games. Two yeah, point games. you lost to the Chiefs by two. Yeah, you lost to Tampa Bay by a small margin the second time. The first time was not close. <laughs> no. But uh, we were yeah. in it with good teams. We just couldn't win the games. Exactly. Which getting a Deshaun, maybe win some of those games. <laughs> yeah, probably give you a few more wins. Yeah. Especially in a division where quarterback is pretty damn important. Yeah, and where, you know, the Saints and the Falcons might be falling off a little. And there's an opening, just Tom Brady, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I think covered all the teams. That's our NFC NFC yeah. offseason talk, and free agency is right around the corner. A couple weeks away. I don't think there's going to be many trades in the next little bit. I think they're going to wait. I think free agency is going to be really slow this year. Just waiting on to see where all these guys end up, especially the quarterbacks. And mm-hmm. I don't anticipate Dak being signed right away unless he gets tagged. Mm-hmm. So I mean, last. he got tagged last year and it took forever. So yeah, I hope that. I hope that Dak gets what he deserves. He deserves a contract. He won't because of the injury. There's no way they give him a long-term deal coming off of that. Yeah, which is unfortunate, but he deserves it. Sure, always gone through, and he's made Dallas a decent team. Mm-hmm. He came in his rookie year, and he took over Romo, put him into CBS, into the CBS uh, broadcast. Yeah, booth. yeah, but Tony's the best analyst in football now. Yeah, he's fantastic. But yeah. That's about it for episode today. Uh, this one ran long. Yeah, well, we talked we talked about a lot NFC a lot. I think yeah. we kind of shit on some teams that we're not really fond yeah, of. But that's fun. Yeah, NFC is kind of a weird situation because you got a lot of really really bad teams potentially, yeah. and then you've got you're not really sure who's going to be first in that in that conference next year. You already yeah. know, like Chiefs, Ravens. Uh, Buffalo, they're going to yeah, be top three. I think you got to look at Tampa Bay and just and probably Green Bay because it's Green Bay. They'll still win a lot of games. But yeah, but then you look at some other days, you're like, what's going to happen? Yeah. You're not really sure. But yeah, um, whenever we do our next podcast, either next week or week after, Yeah, 
probably not as much football talk to free agency. It's probably going to be a little more basketball heavy now. We can actually divulge and maybe to maybe like a first half recap of the NBA season. We've kind of talked yeah. about each team a little bit and what we've seen and we've talked about contenders, pretenders and it'll be a very interesting second half for sure. But yeah, that's it for this week. Till next time. Have a good one. Bye.